Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Where Rodeo Meets the Road, brought to you by the Arena Press. Today our guest is rodeo announcer Wes Huggins. Wes, thanks for being on our show today. Hey, thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's uh, rodeo announcer. You know, you're our first rodeo announcer. And, you know, awesome. you guys don't get much credit. You know, it's always, you know, the, the contestants, you know, the Stetson Wrights or, you know, the Tilden Hoopers, those guys that are on those animals or the Cody Webster's out there in the arena, those guys, yeah. you know, they're in the limelight constantly, but you know, it's like, you know, the rodeo announcer is truly the, like the MC of the whole production. You know, they're the one that right. keeps it flowing and lets everybody know what's going on. And, you know, you've been doing it for about 20 years. What got you into the rodeo game behind the mic? Well, it, it's kind of funny because I grew up, uh, a little bit in West Texas, and then uh, we grew up, uh, I grew up down in South Texas in Uvalde. And in Uvalde, they had the college rodeo that would come every year. Uh, my grandfather was, you know, active volunteering, everything like that, wherever he could. And then that was that was the big rodeo that came, was the college rodeo. And at the time, Mac Altizer and Bad Company had the rodeo. And... I don't want to show my age, but Boyd was in college, Benji was in college, and so I was a kid watching probably the coolest college rodeo with Boyd and Benji getting their start, <laughs> and it was just kind of cool because we had gone to rodeos. My my family rodeoed, uh, mainly roped and everything, but when we went there, I was just amazed at the way that they handled that crowd, and you know, Boyd would say, hey, give that guy a round of applause, and everybody would clap. Right. And for some reason, to me, that just, I thought that was so cool. And so when we left there, um, we always had a practice uh, roping at the at the house and that night. And, and my job all the time, besides working the roping shoots, is that uh, everybody would kind of make fun of me and make me announce. And I was like seven years old at the time. <laughs> and I was tongue-tied, and I think they were actually making fun of me. And it wasn't because of my talent. I think they just wanted to hear me say "whoa" instead of "rope." But, but I, I gave it all that I could give, and it was just something that was always fascinating to me. Right. And it was just the, the pageantry of rodeo, is yeah. what was just amazing. It's not, you know, and a lot of people have a, a love for rodeo in general, and I do too. But man, when you see, when you see that rodeo kick off, and then the crowd fills up, there's something magical about that to me. It really is, you know, and, you know, you get, you know, younger kids go to the rodeo and they see a Cody Webster and, you know, that mm -hmm. might spark their interest to be a bullfighter or they see a contestant. Yeah. I want to do this. Or I want to do that. Or they might yeah. even hear you and say, just like you, mm -hmm. I want to do that. That that sounds cool. Yeah. How do I, how do, so how does one get into being a rodeo announcer? I know, you know, the process you've been a, with the PRCA for 17 years. So, you know, there's a process, right. you know, getting your permit and getting your letters of recommendation, right. but you know, there's smaller, you know, play days or, you know, wherever you can go to, to get behind that mic. So, you know, what, what suggestions or advice would you have for somebody wanting to get into this? Well, the thing that I always tell everybody and maybe in it, you know, everybody has their own ladder that they have to climb to get to where they want to be a rodeo announcer. But to me, my first two or three years, it's, it's just don't turn anything down. You need that experience when you're first getting started. 
if somebody has a jackpot team roping and nobody's announcing it, go up there and say, hey, you want me to announce this real quick? If there's a junior rodeo, go do it. It doesn't matter because the whole thing is you're going to learn how to handle a situation when it's dead silent out there. And you're going to get those jitters away from you. And you've just got to get your name out there. The next thing you got to do is find you as a, as a young guy, you, you've got to find, first off, your voice. Not that you have to have a deep voice or anything like that, but what is your style? And I know you guys, as many rodeos you go to, every announcer has his own style. Everybody has his own uh, character, uh, I guess you could say, in that arena. And so you find, who are you? Um, after you find that, that's when you, to me, is when you start going after those rodeos and saying, hey, I'm a great announcer. I'd love to help you. Here's what I can do. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize, too, is that many announcers, it's not just announcing a rodeo. You're part of the production team. You're part of helping them, you know, get their sponsors up and, and things like that. You're working with so many people and there's a lot to it. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> not just kind of calling out names and throwing right. stats. Because right. that's, that's the hardest part that I think a lot of younger guys uh, miss, miss sometimes is, man, it's not, it's not just going out there and talking and having a good time. When you're with your buddies, you have a great time. Sure. But sometimes you do work those rodeos that, man, when you get done, you're just like, my gosh. Yeah. This was hard. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, I get it, you know, as a photographer, you know, we just don't take pictures and hand them to the, the committee. Right. You know, it's about promoting that event and you want right. it to grow as big as you can get it because, you know, hopefully you come back next year and right. it's a bigger rodeo, you know, and, and it's yes. fun, you know, let's get to, you know, to like the Cleburne rodeo, the Johnson County Sheriff Posse mm -hmm. rodeo. And, you know, I, met you out there maybe three four years ago and that's yep. a special rodeo for me one because i live so close and i know everybody there and right. it's a special rodeo for you as well it is it's a very special rodeo for me uh it was my first real prca rodeo to announce and uh they took a shot on me and it was in my opinion a match made in heaven um we have i'm, I'm very close with that committee and you've probably seen it when you've been there. It's just, we're a big family putting that rodeo together. Right. And in the last few years, we have, all, all of us as a posse, as a committee, as a contractor, all of us, we've all grown with that rodeo to the point of we all have these little things that we like. And, and to me, that's that rodeo is really one of the most rocking rodeos out there. I mean, that thing gets going. Yeah. And it's a fun, entertaining rodeo. And so... It, the, the people over there have just been, when, when people talk rodeo family, that's the epitome of what rodeo family is. Those are the type of guys that call you, check on you. I call and check on them. And so there is so much that you get excited for when you get there. And then once that thing gets kicked off and then Saturday night you see a packed crowd, you high five each other like you really did something. And it's not just one of us did it. There's a group of like 60 people that pulled it off. Right. And so yeah, that's sure. cool. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I, I sit in on those production meetings or in, in, mm -hmm. you know, and with Kit and Phil and yourself and, you know, mm -hmm. the stock contractors and everybody and everybody knows everybody and, and you yeah. are leading the charge, you know, if, you know, again, you know, you're not just an announcer, you know, you're part of the production team 
and yeah. with the flow, how the rodeo is going to go and, you know, how we're going to do it, what we're going to do. And everybody's on the same page and everybody right. works as a team. And I just, right. and, and I see that, that, you know, that Johnson County is such a great team. And like you said, you know, they're there for each other and everybody has each other's back. That, that's what I right. love about it. Oh, yeah. Well, and, you know, like that team over there, and it is a team, everybody has a position over there. And that's something that I wish I could take with me to every single rodeo is what's your position here? What's your job? And don't worry about what everybody else's job is. Do the best you can at your job. And the thing is, is what is amazing to me, and it's not just Johnson County, but several rodeos across America these are guys that are volunteering their time. They're using their vacation days. They're taking off personal days from work or whatever to be there to put on a show. And we talked about that with uh, Johnson County. I went down there a few times and we all talked about that. You know, if we're going to be using people's volunteer time, let's put on a show. Let's make it entertaining. And there's going to be hurt feelings here and there because, you know, some people may want to do this or do that. But at the end of the day, what sells a ticket? That's what we need. And you have to figure out with your group, what is it that people are going to enjoy to, to see here? And that, that group to me has figured it out. Right. If it doesn't sell a ticket, they don't want to do it. Right. And, and I like that. Yeah. And, and over the last, you know, few years, the attendance has gone up each year. Mm-hmm. And this last mm-hmm. year or this past June, yeah. the crowd was phenomenal. You know, we had great it weather. It was great. Yeah, it didn't rain, did it? No, it didn't. Oh, well, it did. It, 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 did, did, it did early. Day, but it didn't stop them. That right. was the amazing thing. Yeah. yeah. And That's so, a good sign. Yeah, you, you got to <laughs> love it. And, you know, as a as a rodeo announcer, you know, you deal, not deal. Well, yeah, with Ronald Burton, you have to deal with Ronald Burton. Oh, you got to deal with But, him. you know, yeah. you have to work with the um, rodeo. Let's see, what do we, they call them? rodeo entertainers now but let's just call them what they are you know the the rodeo clown and you know they have their skits that they do and you know one thing that i need to know do you have a script or do you just know the routine so well (laughs) that you just because it seems like you guys are just going back and forth and it's just hilarious you know so well there is there is a very few handful of rodeo clowns that every announcer will tell you that you can not worry about a script. You can just go out there and enjoy yourself. And Ronald Burton is one of them. I don't have a script with Ronald one bit. Um, he will come over and say, if he has a new act, here's my act. Here's my ending. Here's what I'm hoping to get out of this. And let's knock it out of the park. Pat you on the back and walks away. <laughs> and so you hope that you have it figured out. And so the very first time I worked with Ronald, I was nervous. Boy, I was nervous because he had, he'd had a pretty good act that was going and it was his magician act. And I was, you know, you got to hit this cue and that cue. And when I say this, say that, and I got nervous and I did mess up the cue. And that's a, you know, <laughs> we'll have to talk about that behind the buck and shoots one time about what he, what we happened. But the, the thing about it is, is the, the, Ronald is one of those type of clowns that you can throw some at him because to me also a a good announcer can also be even better with a great rodeo clown. Right. Because when you see a downtime in that arena, if you trust your clown enough, when that clown starts popping in and he's got the rodeo knowledge, he's trying to cue you up that something's going on. 
Mm-hmm. You can't see it. it. Like for me, I don't announce horseback. I'm always up in the announcer stand. And so if there's something underneath me that he sees that I can't see, I can trust Ronald to, hey, Wes, the other day, da, da, da. Oh, something's going on. <laughs> and that's that's how it works, and it just flows. But Ronald and uh, there's, like I said, there's a few of them that I got. There's a few of them you look forward to. Ronald and I worked several rodeos this year together. We were together like five weeks in a row, all hired by different people. Mm-hmm. And it's just neat because, you know, it's like your brothers are working together. And then you go next week and you work with a different brother. Right. And it's it's kind of cool to yeah. me. It is. It, it's it's those guys that you call during the week, asking what's going on. You get the recap of the next rodeo. Sure. So, we, um, so you have two boys, Trevor and um, I do. Walker. And Walker. Trevor and Walker. Yeah. And Trevor, I I met him. Well, I, I I've seen him also out there, and he does a lot uh-huh. of videography for <clears throat> different. Committees, I guess you can say. Um, I can't really get three words out of that boy. No, <laughs> you're not going to. <laughs> Seems yeah. like a nice guy, but you know he just really doesn't okay. talk. I, you know, I try to talk mm-hmm. to him, but it's you know not not get, yeah. we're not going to have a sit down and in a big there, conversation. No, there is a special circle that people have to be in with Trevor, and it is a very quiet circle. And, but once you're in, you're in. Well, I'm trying and to get in. Big. I'm trying. You're, you're in. Everybody's <laughs> in. That's the whole thing. Is there's not the circle's pretty big, but Trevor and Walker. I, my wife and I talked about that. You know, for so many years that I announced rodeos, and she was a timer and things. That when they were little, uh, we put them up in an announcer stand. But we were part of that generation of parents that gave the talk to the kids before he we went up there and said, "Listen, you're going to go up there. You're not going to be quiet. You're. I mean, you're going to be quiet. You're not going to get into stuff. Don't touch anything." And then when we get done, we'll go do this. And so for years at a rodeo, I think that was our issue is they were told to be quiet. And that's exactly what they do now. They don't, <laughs> they don't talk at all. Right. But uh, and if people always think that they're going to carry on the uh, tradition of a rodeo announcer, they will shake their head no as fast as they can. Yeah. So, but, um, you know, Trevor, he, he does some good work with that camera for sure. You know, I've seen yeah. some of the stuff that, you know, that you guys put together for different committees and, you know, it, it's yeah. good stuff. And, uh, you know, he has an, an eye for it, a talent for it. And I think he's got, um, a, a good future ahead of him in, in doing that kind that. of work. Um, now also in, um, Johnson County, we had a cancer night. Yes. And uh, it was a special night for you. Actually, it, it gave me chills that night because it, oh, it was a too. special night for, I guess, an announcement that you had about Trevor. And why don't you go ahead and. About Walker. Ta- I mean, yeah, I'm I was, sorry. About Walker. I'm sorry. About Walker. Yeah. yeah. Well, so Walker, if, if people didn't know, Walker in uh, late uh, 22 or early 22 was, uh, he was diagnosed with mangioblastoma, which is a type of brain cancer. And they had found uh, a baseball-sized tumor and a, and a ping-pong ball-sized tumor in his brain. And um, what we were so excited about, uh, after it was all said and done, I mean, after severe chemotherapy, he went to Texas uh, proton radiation, uh, did some six weeks of proton radiation over there. When uh, everything was all done, um, they did their lumbar puncture and, made sure everything was good and he has no cancer cells and which is you you can't say the word cancer survivor they say for five years but by golly we're saying it all the time bless you know god bless him he is cancer free and so 
he had such an amazing team with him. But the, the thing that was so cool about what's going on is we at Johnson County also had a chance to bring in some of his medical team that night uh, to see what it is we do. And they thought it was amazing. They, they, it did not, they did not comprehend what it was that we do in our industry and for some medical staff to get a chance to meet people. And what was so interesting is they got to hug so many Cowboys and they said, man, everybody here is so loving and hugging. And, <laughs> and I said, but, but see, I said, the thing is, is you just, you helped part of their rodeo family. And so you're part of the family now. Right. And, uh, those people were, those ladies were tickled pink about that. But, uh, in six days, uh, as of today, the 7th of August in six days, Walker will be completely off of chemo. Um, he, uh, he volunteered for a chemo drug to try to help some other kids. Uh, they did a trial out of St. Jude. And so he's been taking a pill every day for the last year. And so in six days he is off the trial and he will be completely off of everything to do with cancer. Man. And so we're, we're praising God. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. It is. Well, um, here's a good question for you. You know, with, with a new generation coming up, you know, in rodeo, I guess you can say, because it, it almost feels like, you know, it, it, there's, it's changing. You know, the world is changing, of course. So what do you see the challenges facing the rodeo industry? I, uh, it's, I, I see, the only thing that I really see is the, the, the hardships that some rodeo people have about changing with the times. And I, when I say changing with the times, I'm not talking about getting rid of tradition or anything like that with rodeo. The hardest thing that I see that people uh, can't understand is we have to actually do some homework on contestants, not announcers, but like trends. What are contestants going to? What are contestants want to enter? What type of rodeos are they entering? What formats are they entering? There's, there's so many avenues to gain contestants that I think that rodeos miss those opportunities. They think that the days of just adding a little bit of money and giving away a buckle and you're going to get 50 bull riders. Those days are gone. Right. You know, um, that, and I also think that one of the hardships that we have in our industry is just the way that we market ourselves. Uh, as far as an industry, we have so much competition nowadays with, not only other sports, but even technology that how are you going to get the 20 year old guy to come to your rodeo? How are you going to get the 15 to 16 year old kids to come to your rodeo? And I think that's one of the hardships that we have. Um, it also, to me, it, it bleeds over to what is it that makes it exciting? That makes the next generation want to be a rodeo cowboy because you know, back in the day, there was a lot of first generation type cowboys and that's getting further away. And I think that also we're not seeing near as many, you know, fourth and fifth generation type cowboys. Right. They're, they're not as many as we used to be. And so I think in a nutshell, I think we just got to work harder. You know, it's uh, maybe that's just too vague, but I, I really do think <laughs> that's our only hardship. <laughs> well, maybe we can get Xbox to make a, a rodeo game or something. <laughs> it seems like they're all on, you know, they're all on their tablets or computers and, or, you know, You're not right. everybody. I know my kids are, 
don't even watch TV. You know, they're outside. They'd rather be outside. But it seems that like crowd. that that crowd is growing smaller and smaller. It and is. So yes. we just have to keep moving well, forward and making it fun. We do, and we, and we got to enjoy our, our our business. You know, and that's that's the thing that I think a lot of people forget is that we're again. I've said it already three or four times, <laughs> I'm sure, but we're in the entertainment business. Right. At the end of the day, we're in the entertainment business, and everybody makes a living somehow in that entertainment business. But at the end of the day, if you don't have fans, you don't have sponsors. If you don't have sponsors, you don't have added money. If you don't have added money, you don't have contestants. True. That. That's all there is to know. Right. And I think that people forget that. And so if they can ever just kind of figure out how to match all those three groups together, sponsors, fans, and contestants, that's the big rodeos in the story. So where, where is the uh, rodeo road taking uh, West Huggins this weekend and in the, <sighs> this month? So this weekend, uh, I actually get to go to one of the longest rodeos I've had. It's the Post Stampede Rodeo in Post, Texas. And uh, great, great rodeo. Um, I work with Rockin' Robbie Hodges this week. and Love uh, Robbie Hodges. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, I love He's it. a character, that's for sure. He is. He's a great guy to work with. Another one of those clowns I love to deal with. No script. So um, <laughs> we go from there. We go to Parrington, Texas. Um, we do some, uh, we even do some college rodeos in the fall. Um, I uh, hook back up with some other people throughout. And we start slowing down in the next couple weeks. Sure. And that's okay with me, yeah. honestly, right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am a-okay with that. But uh, it's just, uh, we, we've been going hard all this year. And, and you know, this year, compared to last year when we didn't have Walker and my wife, compared to this year, we're back to our regular uh, program, as I've been saying, because all four of us have finally got back together. And it's been wonderful this year to get back in the groove of what all's going on. So yeah, we're just ready to. Well, Kick back and relax now. And as we, you know, slow down, you know, October 1st is right around the corner and that merry-go-round goes around again for the yes. 24th season, the next season in PRCA. So, you know, right. before you know it, you know, the 23 season will be wrapped up and we'll be kicking off that 24th season, heading on into oh, yeah. Las Vegas. And then oh, we're back at it again. And then we're six months away from Johns County. Oh, I know it. Oh, I know. That's what I tell everybody. Hey, if your rodeo's in August uh, of 2024, you better already start planning it. Yeah. Because this is August 23. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's the whole trick is just staying ahead of the game every time. Like you guys, you you're one place to the other, and and it is hard until sometimes I, I just look a lot of times to make sure that I have an X on the calendar that I'm supposed to be somewhere. Right. And then I have to go in there and ask my wife, now where is it that we're going on this one? <laughs> exactly. And, she kind of reminds me or the boys remind me. So we, 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 like I said, we get to slow down and it's going to be, it's going to be great. Chill Absolutely. out. Sure. Wes, I appreciate you giving a few minutes of your time to be on our show where rodeo meets the road and we will see you on that rodeo road soon enough. Yes, sir. Hey, I appreciate it. And I thank you guys for what y'all are doing for rodeo. You're doing a great job.